0: You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson. What is hate speech? No one in big tech has the balls or brains to even know how to define hate speech in any convincing manner without looking like a bunch of goofy tyrants. You'd think Jeff Suckabuck, would be able to figure that one out. With all his money and numerous overpaid CYA professional woke joke consultants and lawyers, you think just one out of hundreds of them would be able to come up with just one semi-persuasive argument in support of censorship. But they can't. Why not? Because they're all just a bunch of bought-off libtards. Censorship is for the bullies who need to censor. They must censor or else lose everything they've been greedy for all of their pathetic loser lives. Yes, I said loser. Which is a totalitarian, technocratic, dystopian nightmare for us. But a fanciful rainbows and unicorns privileged existence for them our bourgeoisie masters. Think about this. People can say all manner of things that are horrible and disgusting. People even talk legally about details of tortures and murders and abuse. And it's all extremely offensive stuff and all perfectly legal. It's even reported on the news. But it's absolutely taboo to even fairly criticize one silly fool like Oprah Winfrey. Believe it or not... What I just now said about Oprah, the darling of the deep state, is enough to get me shadow banned. That is true, and it did in fact happen to me that way. Only overt, nefarious political motives are at work here, and America is deaf, dumb, and blind to pretend not to notice it. Apple CEO Tim Cook in 2018 announced... That Apple will not tolerate air quotes, hate speech. Well, neither did Hitler, or Stalin, or Mao or any other despot, tolerate hate speech. They all hated freedom as well. So that sophist dunce Tim Cook is in good with that very bad company. Tim Cook, like so many others that run Silicon Valley is basically an idiot savant. He knows his business very well, I'm sure, but step outside his other imposed boundaries, and suddenly he looks like the clown that he is. Imagine someone who should feel like he needs the good graces of his customers and instead insulting those customers in such a boldly impertinent way as to suggest that anyone who doesn't cave in on their morals because high-tech big brother don't like it is somehow, some way, in some crazy alternate universe, guilty of so-called hate speech. Here's part of the problem. Let's look at Google as an example. The product of Google is not an actual product. It's the people who use Google that are the product. That is why big tech can so brazenly talk down to their flesh and blood product. They only see dollar signs in their eyes when they boil humanity down into a product that is theirs to be manipulated in any way they see fit. And if being woke equals stupid easy profits, then woke it will be. People be damned. That's why Tim Cook and others need to attack those who attack the woke. Woke guards their business model from criticism and much-needed change in the industry. The censorship-loving Silicon Valley crowd are the way they are because of their greed. That's why they have what they have. Material greed is their idol. That's their talent. It's their greed. They are talented and well-practiced, at being greedy to make matters worse we've got multi-generational inbreeding of these elites unreasoning leftists marrying other moron left tards and if that's not bad enough these libtards have children their children often control the family decision-making process not the man of the house because the man punted on his responsibilities to be the head of the household And it all just skyrockets and spirals out of control from there. Many of them, not all, but many came from privileged backgrounds. Their parents were often elites in whatever chosen professions they had. They went to the finest schools, and many of their parents and grandparents went to these Ivy League schools too. And so you have this multi-generational deficit of understanding reality based on their privilege And they lose touch with reality when they make so much money and at such a young age. Mostly by merely positioning themselves. Woody Allen once said, You can become successful basically by just showing up. I believe the exact quote is, Showing up is 80% of life. That may be true for elites, but not for the proletariat masses. For us, we have to do a heck of a lot more than just show up on time. We are expected to work hard and work smart and sacrifice a great deal. But many of the elites have their educations already purchased. They get the wall-mounted diploma. Greedy corporations are looking at that primarily as a shortcut to a good hiring decision. So they end up getting their greedy, shallow, do-anything-to-become-successful, yes-man game players. And we wonder why America is falling apart at the seams. So they're taking some of the very worst aspects of human nature, bottling that up so it becomes self-contained, and then they nurture that social and economic segregation from the rest of America. And so now they're living in their own little worlds, in spite of how it appears. Sad Francisco, for example, is today the exact opposite of the cosmopolitan, sophisticated liberal hub that it was a few decades ago. Now, well, it's just a very sad and broken and empty spot on the map. It's hard now to imagine, but it used to be one of the biggest tourist spots on Earth. Now, no one who is sane would be caught dead there. You go there because you feel you have to go, not because you, you want to go. Unless you're a degenerate. It used to be people from the mountains of Kentucky, Tennessee, and West Virginia were made fun of for being hillbillies because they were uneducated, not so much anymore. But now that has flipped in a very comical way and with an ironic twist. Those who are overeducated are the new hicks from the sticks. The ones who are stuck in the hills of San Francisco are the 21st century hillbillies. Why do I say this? The San Francisco controlling hillbillies need to, once again, censor to survive. Censorship is the less ugly stepsister of woke. Woke is hideous censorship. To censor means to suppress or prohibit, which is to uneducate or to make stupid. What could be more backwards and more hillbilly than censorship? Of any kind. Granted, they need to do this for their side to even survive, but it's not just about squelching the competition as in business, but they end up squelching themselves, their souls, and their children's and grandchildren's souls as a result of their myopic liberal fascist lack of vision. Frisco and the Silicon Valley are epicenters of shallowness. These are not deep people. They're hicks. They're high tech hicks from the sticks, hillbillies from the hills of Sad Francisco. Sad Francisco is a destroyed city, destroyed by liberal success and excess. We should severely mock these backwards, regressive, so called progressive Frisco and Silicon Valley high tech hillbilly hicks. They're not just divorced from reality. Nerds. They're stupid nerds. They're just supposed to be smart. But these are nerd tards. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Isn't that beautiful? Their push for totalitarian artificial intelligence is a nutty religious cult driven by these developmentally stunted nerdy losers. That is what drives these tech giants. They want total control over you shadow banning is a big part of online censorship what is shadow banning a platform reduces the visibility and therefore availability of a podcast for example like this one no pc allowed and they do so without informing them shadow banning is extremely dirty and nefarious because it is so dishonest meaning completely cowardly These platforms hide engagement figures. Podcasts may still potentially be accessed, but with limitations. It may no longer appear as a recommendation in a search result. Thumbs up? Responses are either greatly reduced or entirely removed. Many positive reviews may show at first, but then are quickly removed. These platforms are trying to show that anti-woke commentary is not popular. When in fact, the opposite is true. Anti-politically correct podcasts are extremely popular and growing exponentially. But you'd never know it by the cowardly, shadow-banning, deviant liars that run social media censorship. Are these censors overly sensitive, nerdy, loser snowflakes at best, as most people believe? Or are they conniving cogs in a diabolical machine of Stalinist-like or Maoist-like thought control? Or is it both? Being shadow banned is like shouting in the wind. Shout as loud as you please. Very few people can hear you. Just because the big tech a-hole bullies don't like what you say. It's funny. These big tech multi-billionaires feel extremely threatened by relatively small players like no PC allowed. Just goes to show you, Massive amounts of money, power, and influence cannot buy them the kind of safety and security that our souls yearn for. The temporal things they have spent almost their entire lives in achieving are fleeting. And deep down, they know it. They know it. So like spoilt children, they lash out at uncomfortable and inconvenient truths, hoping and praying to their fake AI god that if they just stick their heads in the sand long enough, all this nasty, honest, integrity filled, soul affirming truth telling from the air quotes hard right will simply go away someday. It's like that monkey, seeing no truth, hearing no truth, and speaking no truth, or to be even more succinct, a six year old sticking fingers in his ears and going, na 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 na, nah. I can't hear you. Shadow banning tries to discourage the podcaster through deception. It is extremely passive aggressive. It's like the hot hip cheerleader click